Oh, Danny boy. Oh, Joey. What's the up? Pipes, the pipes are calling from Glen to Glen and down the mountainside. Oh, uh-oh. What's going on? Uh, just a little Irish ballad for you here this morning. <laughs> no better way to start the day than that right there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I get a routine comment from our good friend in Ireland. He goes by Big Rotters. Does he yes. frequent your channel? Yes. Yes. I know who you're talking about. I get, there's a number of people from Ireland and I was looking at my metrics in case you are new to the Woodhounds podcast, everyone. Number one, thank you for tuning in and listening to the number one firewood podcast in the world, the Woodhounds. When, and when do we post our uh, new episodes, Nan? Every Wednesday morning at 5 a.m. Eastern. Okay. And Dan has a YouTube channel called back 40 firewood and i have a youtube channel called ohio Woodburner. and i i go off of my metrics dan i'm sure that you're probably pretty similar to me you know the number one country that uh, views my channel is the united states because what the heck i mean that's where i'm from uh and then what do you suppose number number two was? I was shocked when when I was I just looked at my list. I'm not sure. Maybe Canada. Wouldn't you think? You yeah. know, I'm thinking Canada, um, Finland, Sweden, Norway, Estonia, Russia. No, number two is South Korea. Really? It was. Wow. That is South, very interesting. <laughs> yeah, it was South Korea. Huh. So I um I, I was just shocked. I I never get a comment. I, I I'm going through my brain right now. That's why you see my eyes rolled into the back of my head. I have never received a comment from anyone from South Korea, you know, or even one that had identified, you know, that I'm from South Korea. So it's just weird. I don't know what has happened, but, uh, that was, that was on my metrics. I was, I was impressed. Wow. That is impressive. Yeah. I, I yeah. will have to check. I don't remember the last time I looked, but I know that, um, with the added, uh, content of the shorts and those type of videos getting pushed to greater, I guess reaches and expanding their reach of how far your content you know goes. I think that's another contributing factor that might play into it. So maybe you think a, that's it. A lot of people in uh, South Korea are like interested in seeing log splitters or their, your processor or just that type of, I guess, content. Uh huh. So I'm going to be really ignorant right here, and I don't. I, you know, I mean, are there trees in Korea? I would imagine there are. Yes. Uh, but, you know, are there a lot of them? So I, my dad was in the army and he was in Korea. He was in the Army Corps of Engineers. And he had always told the story when the, um, you know, the ship would come in with all the supplies and all the unloading, you know, all these forklifts bringing all this stuff off he said that they had just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of crates 
And in these crates were chainsaws. And he said the chainsaws had like five foot bars on them. And like the other end, the, the tip of the bar had a handle for a second person to hold it. And oh. he, he says that everyone just laughed because he said there was no trees for them to cut down. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't just like, you know, a chainsaw came in with like a 14 inch or a 20 inch bar on it. He says these were literally like, you know, for redwoods out in, out in California. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I know exactly the saw you're talking about. I've seen, I've seen pictures of those. So, but I, you know, I got this South Korea thing going on now and I'm just curious. That's something I, I, I will look into it. You know, I'm just going to start well, studying the, the firewood industry if there is one in Korea. I can tell you, um, right now I can tell you that according to Google, there are many different tree types of trees in Korea. Um, there's the Korean pine, the Sarora cypress, and the Hinoki <laughs> cypress. Oh, wow. Those are softwoods, aren't they? Eat, well, each of these trees has its own unique features and benefits that make it a valuable part of the Korean ecosystem. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, maybe there are, uh, maybe there is quite an um, interest in firewood and forestry and chainsaws and processors. You never know. All right. Yeah. Well, that was just something that, um, other than me wanting to serenade you with with Danny Boy, I was wanting to tell you about <laughs> about uh, South Korea showing up large on on Ohio wood burner. Yeah, that is, that is interesting. And but about that chainsaw, though, that five foot have you, who would you? Uh, I don't know. Would I ever want to like be on the other end of that and holding the handle <laughs> of a? You know, on the tip of a of a five foot chainsaw. Yeah, I, I've seen them too. There's a store out our way that's got kind of like a chainsaw museum in it, and I've seen them in there. But you know, it's just got like this knob, kind of a broom handle coming off the tip of this, off the chain. Yeah, man, I can think of many different jobs I would rather do than that. Yeah, that it does look a, a tad bit dangerous and. Have you have you ever seen the other ones where they're like they're on a dolly and like on a set of wheels and then you like lower it down into the log that's already on the ground? Yeah, I have. <laughs> I I also saw like, like these exhibitions someone put like a V8 engine on yes. a on a bar you know, and like these two guys have they have this crate of like a steel crate around it with handles and they pick it up one on each side and yep. That's, that was pretty that was pretty cool. <laughs> but yeah the, the five foot bar with the handle on the end that would be uh yeah i don't know i think i would rather be a javelin catcher <laughs> than that i don't know yeah yeah i'll stick to my 13 pound powerhead dolmar 7900 that's big enough for me yeah and i'll stick to my steel 500i that's just perfect mm -hmm. for me. You know, I was looking at chainsaws the other day. I'm kind of, kind of feeling the itch, Dan. I Ooh. don't know. Kind of feeling the itch of buying a new one. And I picked up a, uh, I don't know if I should say this. I don't like to talk about, uh, this is the baseball player in me. 
in baseball, you're conditioned to not talk about the future because you'll jinx it. Uh, yes. And I, I was looking at, I've always wanted a Husqvarna 372 XP. It's nicknamed the King of the Forest. <laughs> it's just a, it's one of the great saws of all time. And they're still making them without, you know, the, the, the computer controls or what do they ever call that? The recycle or something. Yep. Yeah. And it had a 20 inch bar. And when I picked it up, it was just perfectly balanced. My Dolmar, which has a 24 inch bar, you know, is nose heavy because the bar is a lot heavier on it. So now I'm thinking if I do get this saw, I got, you know, like 20 chains for it, you know, 24 inch chains. And I have no 20 inch chains. And so I was thinking <laughs> it might just be cheaper just to get another 24 inch bar. Yeah. Well, that, mm -hmm. that is a very, uh, iconic saw right there. You hear a lot about those. Yeah. I, so my big saw is a Dolmar 7,900, which in my opinion is the greatest saw ever made. It's a great saw. I love everything about it. And it's kind of like a personal saw for me. And I've been using it a lot with Ohio wood burner and, you know, cutting up the bigger logs. And I don't know if I want to wear out my saw for, you know, commercial use. I just, I, so I was thinking, and you know, you can, you can never have enough saws. Right. If there's one, there's one objective truth in this world. You can never have enough chainsaws. So I was just thinking, I don't know, it's kind of redundant. Maybe it's a little bit smaller than my Dolmar, but it's still an excellent saw. And maybe I would rather have that. Well, and it would give you an opportunity to wear a skirt while you processed firewood because that's what's needed with a Husqvarna. Yeah, you watch that. <laughs> <laughs> them, was, them was fighting words, man. Oh, I know. I had to do it, though. I had to do it because um, the, one, the one thing I really enjoy when it comes to talking chainsaws is actually the banter back and forth between the, the two or the three or the four groups, you know. Uh-huh. But, yeah. but yeah, I, I've kind of, you know, the same, I had the same, uh, mindset, I guess that you're kind of going through where, do you want to just keep using that one saw knowing that, you know, it, it's your favorite saw to just kind of use when you, you know, maybe leisurely or hobby, you know, yeah, cutting firewood. And when you start getting into the production mode, do you want to put that saw through that? I don't know. I, yeah. And then, so I, I was thinking, okay, Husqvarna 372, I'll buy it. I'll have it forever. You know, it'd be a great saw, but man, that's kind of expensive. And then, uh, I have a, a, a shop in town where I buy my, my oil for my, uh, my two stroke, two stroke oil and they sell echoes. Okay. So the echo, uh, is you know, about three, $400 cheaper. And I've never had one. But man, they look nice. And yeah. uh, even though this would, I'm using my air quotes here, commercial use, you know, their homeowner warranties for five years. Wow. And that's a long time. And that's a nice warranty. Yeah. I've never heard anything bad about an Echo Chainsaw. As long as it covers everything, you know, that, that would need to be covered. Yeah, I've never heard anything bad either. Um, 
but that kind of makes me wonder is if, you know, do the, do the echo owners just don't make any noise because they don't want to admit that they were running an echo. (laughs) (laughs) Zing once again. (laughs) Uh I was thinking maybe because they don't run them as much. You know, maybe it's more homeowner, but see if they're homeowner, but echo makes big saws. They got a 70. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. An 80. You know, cubic inch sauce. I don't know. But then, and then, and then, then I got to start splitting hairs. Well, does the Echo, does their big one have the same mount as the Husqvarna? You know, because the Dolmar and Husqvarna have the same, the big Husky mount. Yeah. Would the Echo have that too? And if not, would I have to then start buying up all, you know, new, a new series of chains? Yep. New chains, different chains, different files, different, all that. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's been on my mind, Dan. Um, I have three, okay, I have four saws. <laughs> the reason I don't count number four <laughs> is because it's battery powered. Oh, but it God. works, man. It, I shouldn't mock it because it works. It does exactly what I want, and I use it a lot. I did a video on it. It's that heart uh, made uh, from Walmart. Yes, yep. I bought it on an impulse purchase and I, cause I thought, you know, this would kind of be a fun video to do. And if the, and I thought if this saw is a you know, garbage, I'll just take it back and get my money back. Well, I used it. And in fact, in my video, it's the very first cut I ever made with it. I was impressed and I still am impressed. It works great. And it's, I don't know how you are. <laughs> there are times where, you know, I need to go out there and cut that log up. But then I think, ah, oh, shoot, I got to get my saw out. And I got to fill it up with gas and oil, you know, and get it warmed up. And then, ah, the heck with it. I ain't going to do it at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but with a battery power one, I was like, oh, okay, I'll just go squeeze the trigger. Let's go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I saw that, that video. And I have the actual, the smaller uh, version of that heart battery powered saw the the next one down just i use it mainly for just marking out my cuts so Uh i can just put my little measuring magnetic stick on that thing zip 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 down the line and yeah i was impressed with uh even though it's only got an eight inch bar i was actually pretty impressed with the power that it had and how long the battery lasted i've never seen it on your channel well i showed it you obviously i've been watching all of my videos then (laughs) <laughs> I only showed it a couple times um just making the marks. I never like did a review on it or anything like that. I just I just had I, it kind of in the side. I think you should have a video where you have a drag race between your eight inch saw and your steel five hundred eye. Uh, yeah, that would be I mean exciting, fun filled mm-hmm. and exciting. I think it would. <laughs> oh, uh, be- I mean, it could be the tortoise and the hare. Who's going to say that your your saw is not going to throw a chain or is going to run out of fuel before you get to get, get through the log? And then that little eight inch saw just wins, saves the happen. day. Yeah, there you go. You could mm-hmm. I could do where without looking at the fuel in the tank and not knowing whether or not it might run out because that would be the only way that it would probably have a chance of falling to the battery powered one but that's yeah. a good idea yeah. 
What are the CCs on a 500i? Ah, now you're going to make me think about all these stats and numbers and statistics. I think it's 79.2. Oh, wow. Because that's what the Dolmar is. And then what's the I stand for? I believe that stands for the fuel injected part because it's, it's steel's first fuel injected chainsaw. Oh, yeah. I think. You mean I it really know. has like a fuel injector on it? Yeah. That's interesting. Oh, it's very interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'd have never known. All mine has is a carburetor. <laughs> <laughs> All mine has is a 40-volt battery. Ooh, wow. Yeah. yeah, I I think the... I don't know if, you know, the battery-powered chainsaw is going to displace the two-stroke anytime soon. But, man, they're nice. And... You know, those batteries are expensive, though. Uh, I was thinking I could go for a second battery for my saw, but then I saw I could buy another saw. Yeah. <laughs> with the battery, you know, if it was like a dollar more than just buying the battery. Weird. Right. Yeah. You know, I don't get it. The only thing with the, and that's that's kind of the, the one thing where, like, if you were heading out into the forest, you know, to do some processing up or cutting down, felling some trees, whatever, and you take... That's the one thing with a battery is you got to make sure you got that battery charged before you leave. Whereas, you know, the two-stroke, if it's out of get fuel, you just have the fuel along with you and mm -hmm. you refuel and go. But that's that's the one thing where it does add a little, I guess, more responsibility to the use of it, making sure your battery's charged. Uh-huh. I had a friend, now this was a number of years ago. I don't know if this is still true, but it, it's worth trying. He was in management at Home Depot. And they had a, at that time, I don't know if it's, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's the same. They had a very generous return policy. And he said it by routine. Whenever there was like a big storm, people would come in and buy their chainsaws because they would sell Husqvarna's that were like, you know, the, not like the $99 saw, but a little bit higher up. And they said that people would go home they would cut up the tree that fell in their yard and then they would return it to Home Depot, you know, say that they weren't happy with it and get their money back. And he says that they would sell, you know, used ones. And he said, if you're ever looking for a good deal, he said, that's where you ask around at the Home Depot. Oh, yeah. Or any of these big box stores, you know, because they get abused on these return policies. And you just might uh, pick up one. In fact, I almost bought, this is when, so I'm pretty sure this was Home Depot. They rent saws and they had a um, Makita, which was a Dolmar at that time. It was the 6400 and it was a rental and it had a broken spring for the um, anti-vibe and they were selling it like cheap Ooh, and I didn't, yeah. and I didn't buy it and I wish I would have because that would have been a great saw to have. Yeah, especially yeah. if it would have been just something like that was the only issue with it, you know. Yeah, something that would be simple to fix. Yeah. Um, those Dolmars have an interesting anti-vibe spring. They're like a spring within a spring. They claim it absorbs two different frequencies. Hmm. And I've always said that, that 
big Dolmar I have, that's the smoothest saw I've ever run. I have like a Husk uh, 346 XP Husqvarna. And it's a great saw, but I've never been crazy about the anti-vibe. Maybe I'm like Princess and the P, but I don't know. The buzzing and stuff, I can feel it in my hands and wrists. Oh, yeah. Uh, from running saws. Yeah. I've never cared for the anti-vibe on that saw. Yeah. The older saws, my my dad has an old, from the 80s, a, an 054, I think, steel. And man, uh-huh. when you run that thing, <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. you, you, know, you know you've been running it. It's, and that's not healthy, you know, for long-term health. No. That can eventually damage your 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 joints and your nerves and, and all from that constant vibration. Yeah, I, th- I think that's why they made those saws so big and heavy is because you had, you'd have to put it down after 15 minutes because your arms were too sore, your shoulders were wore out, your back was aching. <laughs> so, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, you could only run it for so long and then you had to just put it down. It was so big and heavy. And My battery-powered chainsaw has no anti-vibe. And I had said that in my video. You can feel every cutter hitting the wood. Yes. <laughs> on yep. that thing. But then again, you're not running that thing all day long either. No. Mm-mm. No. And you're not making cuts that are like, you know, taking you a minute or two per cut. You're not getting into big wood where you're you're you know, you have your saw maxed out for forty five seconds to a minute. Speak for yourself, man. I pushed the limits on that battery chainsaw. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, your limits I'm obviously my, I'm, are not the same as mine. <laughs> I'm getting my money's worth out of that thing. Oh. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. 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 I um I have an, two Walmart Poolins. That those were the very first chainsaws I ever bought. And then I have the first chainsaw we ever owned. Uh dad bought it. And I have it. It's a Poolin top panel. This is back when Poolin made nice saws. It's an old one, probably like in the mid seventies, I would say. Wow. Yeah. I love chainsaws. I had read somewhere, I don't know if this is true, that it's like pound for pound the most productive machine ever invented. Wow, that could I mm-hmm. could I could see that. Yeah. Interesting. How much value can you make with a chainsaw that weighs ten pounds? Oh. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, my collection is very small. It's has I have three saws, the steel 180, the 291, and the 500. And, I mean, it's just, you know, for what I do, it's perfect. And that 500i, I love running it. And so when I go to the store and I go through the chainsaw aisle, the first thing I always look for is another one of those. And if, they, <laughs> if the next time I see one, I'm getting another one. <laughs> oh, wow. Just that could make ha- for a good picture. Just to have on hand, you know, in case something that just has a backup. There needs to be a new movie come out with chainsaws in it. Maybe it can be in there. Yeah. Another Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> I was just going to say, the only movie I ever can think of relating to chainsaw involves a massacre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the later one with Jessica Biel in it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that one was worth watching. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other one? Was um, Christmas Vacation? Remember Chevy Chase? 
was that a, a Mac he pulled out and he cut the knob off of his railing on a stairwell? Oh, and yes. He, and he yeah, was in a what, fit of rage. Yeah. What was that? It was a McCullough something, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah. I, think. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What other movies have chainsaws in them out there? I can't think I of know. anything offhand. No. That could be a good trivia question. I think I'm sure there's some some zombie movie because that's a big uh, a big weapon in the apocalypse. The zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Somebody always has a chainsaw. And did you see did you see Sharknado? Uh, the big you know the horror spoof movie that was on no uh, idea. channel that was on. It was just a preposterous horror movie with tornadoes over the ocean were picking up sharks and dropping them on land and they were eating people. And the one guy had his <laughs> hand bit off by a shark and he had like a chainsaw attachment that stuck off, out, <laughs> off of his arm, out of his coat sleeve. <laughs> nice. Uh-huh. Very nice. Well, let's propose to do a, a episode in the future on chainsaw movies. There you go. And I, and we're going to also need to follow up to see what you've decided to do. What, if you're going to yeah, pull the trigger? Well, I, if I do, and I'm leaning towards, yes, it'll be after the holidays. Uh, I take a common sense approach to my bills. <clears throat> and I, when I get that credit card bill, <sighs> I know what's on it. <laughs> and I, I don't ever carry a balance. I pay everything off. So I just use like my Discover card to get 2% back, you know, on my purchase. Yeah. So I just do that instead of paying cash for it. And I also think that there's benefits, you know, for insurance. Some of the stuff that you buy on your Discover card, I should do a, they should be a sponsor of my channel. You, you know, you can get it insured through them. Or if you get ripped off online from a, from a scam, you know, like you bought firewood and paid money in advance for it. and the guy that's doing that looks just like you dan yeah shockingly (laughs) so you're not in case you guys didn't know dan's dan's online presence keeps getting borrowed by people all over the country opening up fictitious um firewood companies using dan's picture and if you pay me in advance i'll deliver this wood tomorrow not only, not even just just the down. You just need to put a down payment. You just need to put down twenty percent down payment, and then I'll deliver tomorrow. Not even pay the full price. Just the down payment. That's that's the scam. Yeah. Yeah. I would never fall for it. Yeah. But <laughs> people, people do out there. That's right. Well, so you're so you're saying that Santa will not be bringing you this chainsaw. It won't be a stocking stuffer. <sighs> No, it won't. I would have to put a heavier nail in the mantle <laughs> to hold it. See, they're pretty. They got a big power head on them. They're they're not a good looking saw. That's the one thing I never liked about steel saws. I just think they're ugly. I don't know that air cleaner, the box on them. It's just I know aerodynamics what? doesn't play a role with chainsaws. They are just unappealing to my eye. Oh my goodness! Your eye needs adjustment. <laughs> they are. I, 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 you know, I even see it with the echoes. The echoes aren't that good looking of a saw either. They got like that. You got that big black knob, you know, to 
loosen up the <laughs> cover over your air filter and see to me the Husqvarna is a cement block with a handle it's just a yeah. box it's just a big clunky some of them are box. yeah some of them are my I have a rancher I think it's a very good looking saw in fact it's probably the most comfortable saw I've ever run I just love the spacing of the handles I love that top handle on that saw I just love it. My 346 XP, great looking saw. Love it. And all the XPs have that silver clutch cover on them. You know, it'll make sure everyone knows that you're cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that you have it. I don't know. I I am not a tribalist. You know, I don't get, I like I drive Fords, but I don't denounce Chevys and stuff. It's just the way I like all machines and I like all chainsaws. But I just always thought the steels were ugly. <laughs> yeah, you need to take another look at them. I, I, I'm the complete opposite. I think they have. Well, I think like the 500i has a streamlined, nice design. That I mean, it's just it just catches your eye and it just looks cool. But didn't you also drive a Pontiac Aztec? So there you go, people. <laughs> <laughs> no, there you I, go. I never, <laughs> I never had one of those. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. See, this is the fun stuff with chainsaws that you can get into. Stuff like this. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, yeah, it's just. I love chainsaws. I love chainsaws. I just think they're the greatest invention ever. Uh, I don't run them on my channel enough. And, you know, even when you get a firewood processor, you shouldn't throw away your chainsaw. You still need it. I don't run mine as much as I used to. Uh, and my right lower back, I think, appreciates that. <laughs> but oh what a great machine what a great invention yes yeah yeah i had mine out the other day and it, i was in one of those positions where my chain needed a little touching up but i knew the logs i was going to be bucking were kind of dirty and so i was like well i'm not going to put on a new chain i'm not going to put on a new edge because it's just going to lose it in the dirt so i just pushed through and and that's where something like the 500i with the power it has, it does make a difference. Like you can lose your edge on your chain, but still cut very uh -huh. good. Which of course, you know, the chainsaw snobs out there tell you that that's, that's horrible. Yes. You know, you're just wearing your saw out prematurely and everything's yeah. wrong. Mm -hmm. I was, I'm, I was waiting for the heat to come in the comments about how I should have taken the 20 minutes to just put a new little edge on. But, you know, it's like mm -hmm. one of those things. I mean, I had a limited number or a limited amount of time and I knew the chain would just, you know, these logs were dirty. They were, it was frozen mud on them and, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it amazing, though, how fast you can dull a chain? Oh, my gosh. It just doesn't seem, it seems counterintuitive, you know, just... Get that tip in the dirt and it's dull. Yep. Done. Just yeah. done. It's such yeah. a, I mean, such a, a, you know, a chrome plated razor sharp. Ugh. Yeah. You know, and that, just a, just a violent cutting thing can just be dulled like that. Right. And then, and then the, the flip side of it is the knowledge and skill needed to bring that edge back properly. You know, that's where a lot of people struggle in sharpening their own chain. And I used to for a long time as well. But, you know, and that's why it's so frustrating 
you spend the time, you get that edge on there, it's cutting great, and then one little nip into the dirt with the tip, you're done. Yeah. My last new chain I bought on my fifth cut, I hit a nail and ruined it. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Uh -huh. Yeah, ruined it. And now um, I was just at, just the other day I was looking and a new 25 inch chain for this 500 eyes, 40 bucks, 39.99. Japers. That's a lot. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, I remember, I just think it was like last year they were like 29. They like mm -hmm. jumped 10 bucks. I, <laughs> I'm all over the place here in my area. I buy my saws over here. I get my two stroke oil over there. And then I go up to this other place to get my chains because they're just cheaper. I used to have them sharpen my chains, but I don't let them do that anymore. They've, every time I get my chain back, it was just nubs instead. <laughs> like they just <laughs> took half the cutter off, you know, I was thinking, what the heck? I don't sharpen my own chains. I just don't enjoy doing it. So I have a friend across the lake that does it. I take them to him. I give them. He charges me like four bucks a chain. Oh, nice. Yeah, I would do yeah. the same thing. That's yeah. what, I that's just don't what... enjoy it. I have a bench grinder, you know, with the, the, the arbor wheel and the, and the arm you pull down on it. I'll do that in a pinch sometimes, but uh, it's just, it's just ain't for me. Yeah. Yep. Well, I am I, I'm guessing there's a good number of listeners out there that are going to be sitting on the edge of their seat waiting to see yeah. either on your channel on YouTube or maybe here announced on the podcast what you end up doing come uh, next year. Well, when you see a, a video beginning with heavy metal, stone cold Steve Austin music and a big cloud of smoke that I come walking through with a big snarl on my face. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'll be carrying my new saw. Oh, well, I can't wait to see. My new battery-powered saw. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, stay tuned. I'm thinking out loud, but like I said, that's the baseball player in me. I shouldn't talk about things like that because then they never happen. Well, like I said, maybe, uh, you know, it's just one of those things I think – you, you have it on your mind and that one day you're just going to walk in there, you're going to see it. And that's going to be, you know, that moment you've been waiting for. Yeah. Timing is going to work out. You just pull the trigger and go. I think you need to buy one too. Oh, I've, like I said, I have my eye open all the time. Okay. I just, I'm know. not going to buy a Husqvarna though. Jesus. <laughs> I'd have to spend <laughs> the rest of, you know, how long trying to explain to my wife what happened to my man card. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, go left it at the store. Just, I'm gonna <laughs> maybe Santa will bring you a wood shark for uh, for Christmas. <laughs> yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Do, I don't want. Do they still make the wood shark? I don't know. I have to look and see. The wood shark. The pooling wood shark. They always say it's called a pooling because you got to keep pooling on them for them <laughs> to start. All right, Dan. Well, this was a lot of fun, and I think it's time that we strike up the band. Yes. Let's get out of here. Um, let's see. Are we going to have we'll, – we'll be back on the air before the holidays, right? Yeah. So I, I think gonna, we will. I was going to wish everyone a happy holiday, but I think now we're just going to sit here, like I said, waiting to see the saw coming. 
next year. Right. Ohio Woodburner. <laughs> what is it going to be? Yeah, it'll probably have orange in it. <laughs> that, that's, that's a safe call. Just Spoiler alert. Saw it. yes. It's got orange in it now, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Dan, I had a lot of fun today, and I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Woodhounds podcast. Yes. And everyone out there, have a great day and be cool.